The fears we don't face become our limits. Robin Sharma You're listening to Written, a podcast of anonymous letters written by you, read by me. Two Little Battles Every day, when I get on the train, I hold my breath. The gap between the platform and the floor terrifies me in a way I cannot properly explain. I know, I know, it's an irrational fear. But I can always see my downfall so clearly. Foot getting caught when I'm not paying attention, my body snapping forward and hitting the ground with a crumpling smack. It's not like I think I'm going to die or anything, but it would be highly embarrassing and probably hurt a lot. Every day, when I get off the escalator at my final station, I tense my muscles. The yellow, serrated grate at the top makes my heart beat quick with fear. When I was young, I would always imagine the bottom of my pants getting caught in it, and then my leg, and then me, a five-year-old's fantasy that never really left me. I always make sure to step very carefully over the edge and onto the marble behind without once even getting my clothing close. Every day, when I light the stove to make something to eat, I clench my teeth when I see the flame. Once, when I was younger, I saw my mom cooking, and the fire suddenly rose up and up like a huge mushroom cloud, sizzling like a thousand snakes. She laughed and moved away, deftly avoiding the explosion. But the child still inside me fears that I would not be so dexterous. So every time I turn on the stove, I move back. Every single time. Not once have I tripped on the platform. Not once have I gotten caught in the escalator. Not once have I burned myself cooking. And yet these thoughts still torment me. These are little battles, little wars, born of fear, driven by illusion. Every day, I combat these intrusive thoughts. I often lose. I cannot stop my breath from catching, cannot stop my heart from racing, cannot pry open my gritted teeth. But I am getting better. Years ago, I refused to take the train because of the gap. I preferred the bus. There was nothing to terrify me there. But the bus is slow and often late. It annoyed me but my fear was greater than my annoyance. I literally changed my schedule based on one irrational worry. But now I have achieved victory in that little battle and take the train anyway. That schedule-changing fear is reduced to nothing but a stopped breath, minuscule in comparison to the devastation it used to bring. Years ago, I used to avoid getting on the escalator because of that fear. I would take the stairs every time, too afraid to even try. But I have won that little battle, whittled my enemy down to nothing more than a simple tension. And while the tension still remains, it's manageable, it's bearable. Years ago, I would microwave all my food. It was slushy and weird, but it was edible. Years ago, I would microwave all my food. It was slushy and weird, but it was edible.
And most importantly, it didn't require me going anywhere near that awful demon, the stove. But now, I cook there every day. That monstrous anxiety has been defeated once more in a little battle, fought every day, eroded by bravery, reduced by intelligence. I like to view the day as a continuous war. It always makes me feel so proud when I come out of it alive. You must have little battles too. Everyone does. No two are alike. I just want the listener to know that there is no shame in being at constant war with your intrusive thoughts, so long as you are progressing. I have whittled down my fears, and you will too. It's only a matter of taking it one step at a time. Little wars, little battles. May your victory be swift. A letter to fear. The pit in your stomach, the knot in your throat, the sudden shortness of breath and the drop in your chest, and the sweat on your palms, and the spike through your heart, and the pulse of your mind, and the heat at your ears, and the twist in your navel, and the tightening of your muscles, and the uncontrollable, inconsolable urge to scream. It is hard to believe that this is the same thing that kept us alive in the days when we were hunted. Now it tears us to shreds when we are perfectly safe. Weird how in a world full of constant advancement, fear somehow manages to stay consistent. If we invent things to protect us, we just find new things to be afraid of. There is no way to innovate away human nature. Our fears become less and less solvable as we become more and more intelligent. Think about it. Instead of fearing silly wild animals as your ancestors did, you now hold the privilege to fear more higher class things, like your future. No longer do you need to cower at the thought of being killed by the common cold. Now you can tremble in fear at the idea of giving a presentation to your classmates. Or what of that weird redness on your skin? That one odd patch on your left arm that doesn't seem to go away? Our foolish predecessors might have dismissed it as a spirit's curse or the devil's tricks, but we, we have science. We have the internet, working in tandem with our ever-present fear to tell us that little blotch means we are definitely dying of cancer. And worst of all, we believe it too. Admit it, you've googled your symptoms before, only to fall down the rabbit hole and find yourself convinced you've got some rare disease and that you're going to die in 15 days or something. Fear. It evolved as quickly as we did. It works in an intelligent manner, as we now do. But just as we are fallible, so is it. Fear can be combated, so long as you meet it on its own battleground. What do I mean by that? I mean, if fear makes your lungs feel shallow, breathe deeper. If fear makes you twitch every time you move, stop moving. If fear forces your eyes to dart about, close your eyelids. Not forever, of course, just for a little while. How about now? Now is a good time to check. 
Are your shoulders clenched? Is your jaw rigid? Is your back straight? Relax everything. Take a deep breath in. I'll tell you a secret. In this moment, right here and now, you hold the ability to conquer fear. Just as you do in every moment. Problems are made manageable when they are cut up. When fear wants everything to move quickly, force it to slow. I promise, there's nothing to be afraid of. Dear Pulse, I've always loved that word, pulse. It's a simple, one-syllable sound with a sting like an uppercut. Pulse, the indicator of life. Pulse, the spark of your heartbeat. Pulse, the continuous drumbeat that pounds within your blood. Isn't it such an amazing word? It makes me feel like dancing. It brings such a wonderful electricity to it as well. It feels all fiery and frenzied, like a sparkler on the 4th of July, but also kind of concentrated and controlled, like an arrow firing from a bow. In school, they taught us how to take our pulse. You should try it. Take two fingers and place them beneath your jawline. Push in lightly. Don't hurt yourself. And then close your eyes and don't move. Now, in the next 15 seconds, count how many times you hear your heartbeat and multiply it by four. That's your beats per minute. I think it's 60 to 100 if you're at rest, 130 to 150 if you've been exercising. Pulse. Pulse. What an excellent way to know you're alive. How incredible is it that nature provides us with our very own drumbeat, steadily going on in the background no matter what? When we're sad, our pulse is always there for us. Place your fingers to your neck and know that your heart continues to work hard for you. And when we're happy, our pulse rejoices with us. Dance around wildly and feel your ears turn red with the heat. That's your pulse working overtime blood flushing the face. Just a natural reaction. I know, but it feels like a party. And sometimes, when life can be really terrifying, when fear creeps into our hearts, seeps into our blood, our pulse is there for us too. It quickens and races and reminds us to stay alert, revives us, gives us a steady drumbeat when the world seems to have gone haywire. And at the same time, it also wakes us up. Don't lose focus, it seems to say. Keep going. What an incredible thing it is to have something so simple be so versatile. Pulse. Pulse.